Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. This is a special episode in terms of the structure of today. As you can see, Cole is not sitting next to me, nor is he on the other end. Um, he's been fired. I'm kidding. He is not fired. Uh, I wanted to continue to proceed forward with a conversation. Um, Cole is out crushing it uh, with his day job right now. Um, I hope, Cole, you are sealing some of those deals that you were uh, trying to make. Uh, good luck, brother. But anyhow, want to thank you all for tuning on in. Uh, today's going to be slightly different. I'm going to kind of do just a little bit of a reaction to some trending business topics. As Cole and I have talked behind the scenes, um, our bread and butter has really been the business and marketing format as well as sales. Um, not to say that we aren't going to stop talking about certain topics, but we do want to maybe be a little bit more uh, specialized in terms of what we bring to the table and what we discuss. Um, but again, that could change over time because Cole and I are always evolving and learning. So with that being said, uh, something that I wanted to quickly share with everyone um, is something that I have stumbled upon recently. And it comes to the point around having a mentor I think a lot of us, you know, have been told growing up that, hey, go out and find a mentor um, and work with someone that's done it before and learn from them. That's awesome. But I don't know if that always applies for people. And there could be situations where it might be tough to find a mentor that they want to be around. So if you fall into one of those what if scenarios, as I would like to call it, there are a couple of things that you can do. One, I would say pick a person that you aspire to be or look up to and see if they have any digital courses that you can learn from or like books, physical books. Uh, that is literally one way into someone's mind and you get the advantage of collecting all of the information that this leader, this person has gone through and they've lived um, right or wrong, but they kind of get to trim out the fat and give you the good uh, details, which kind of helps. So that's one alternative if you're finding it challenging to um, have a, a consistent mentor in your life. Go out and read uh, a couple of books based on um, some people in key industries or spaces that interest you. Um, for me, one that comes to mind would be like Elon Musk um, or Bill Gates potentially. Again, these are just ideas, not saying that you have to go down this route. The other thing that I would piggyback onto around the concept of having a mentor is there's no right or wrong way to engage in a conversation with someone that is in your eyes a mentor. You know, you can go out to um, a networking event and literally meet someone uh, in the moment and kind of just have an open conversation with them saying like, hey, like I really enjoy 
your your message, what you stand for. Would you be interested in um, you know connecting with me once a month um, or maybe once a quarter? Uh, whatever you can commit to would be greatly appreciated. I'm not asking for too much other than maybe like one to two hours of your time um, over, yeah, the course of, let's say, if you were able to get them to meet with you once a month. So like I'm asking for one hour of your time once a month, or maybe it is only one hour every uh, three months. Like that's a start. Again, these are just options for you. Not saying that this is the way that you have to go out and do it, but it is something to think about. The other thing to keep in mind is you don't have to have just one mentor, especially when it comes to people that are very focused in a certain setting or industry. You might want to have a mentor that touches on another skill set that you want to excel at. And I'll just use some quick examples that come to mind. Maybe mentor A is really good at building a brand. They're very creative and they know the ins and the outs of design and again, how you want to establish that brand or that persona. So you kind of work with them to pick their brain and learn from them versus someone on the complete other side of the spectrum that might know how to not only have that brand established, but know how to go out and sell it and uh, be a maverick uh, when it comes to uh, selling whatever uh, goods or services that you are trying to uh, sell. So again, those are just examples. Point being, it's all right to have multiple mentors, people that can excel in certain areas that you want to improve uh, in your life. Uh, So I think that's really important to understand and something that I recently had heard as well. um, And I found it to be very helpful. Uh, So I wanted to kind of sprinkle that in before I jumped into any trending uh, topics here. So with that... I will dive on into one of the first topics, and I'll kind of uh, cherry pick uh, some of these. But uh, as you can see here, um, for those that are watching the uh, video format, um, I do have a screen pulled up that shows some of the trending topics, business topics, and you'll see the link uh, shared in our uh, YouTube as well as our podcast notes. uh, So you can go back and refer to if you're just listening to this via audio. Um, But essentially, want to kind of highlight to folks uh, some of the trending um, or emerging business uh, trends or opportunities um, that you can kind of start to wrap your head around and maybe even think about uh, starting a, a new brand. Uh, or company, potentially. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. But uh, I think it's very interesting to kind of keep an eye on macro trends uh, just to understand, okay, where are we now? Where are we kind of heading? And this is going to change over time. No one can tell you for certain that this is going to be the the case six months from now or a year. Um, Now, some of these you can probably say with pretty strong conviction or probability that they will be uh, accurate six months to a year from now. But again, point being, 
you got to kind of take some of these for a grain of salt and, and understand which ones you think are uh, the most relevant and, and will hold true for the longest amount of time. So first one here, e-commerce shows steady post-pandemic growth. Um, so as we all have lived through it, we know that a lot of people turn to digital platforms when it came to uh, shopping or doing whatever they needed to do to continue about their lives. Um, it really shook up a lot of different industries and it helped grow them uh, tremendously. Um, using groceries, for example, most people probably never even thought of or maybe even heard of ordering groceries through the internet. Um, especially for maybe some older generations, not to stereotype, but to somewhat stereotype. I mean, there is some fact in that statement. You can order groceries online and people found this to be very helpful to navigate through the pandemic. Uh, so point being, more and more people are starting to find ways to sell online, uh, whether that's a physical good or a service. Um, so we'll continue to probably see a lot of growth um, throughout the last uh, couple of months here in 2022 and uh, continue to see that actually uh, increase into 2023 when it comes to uh, e-commerce sales. Um, and you can see, just cherry picking this bullet point here, Shopify reports that e-commerce experienced 10 years growth in just three months. Uh, which shows you the type of growth that is happening on the internet. I mean, there are so many ways that you can make money. I'm not saying that it's easy. Uh, Cole and I will be some of the first people to acknowledge that it's not easy. Uh, we are navigating the waters ourselves, but we have found a little bit of luck um, and hard work uh, to kind of find that initial success. Um, lastly, here on this first trend, by 2024, they estimate that online shopping will be responsible for nearly 22% of all retail purchases in the world. I mean, that is astronomical. There is some tremendous growth still going to happen over the next two years. So maybe look at how can I win in the e-commerce world? What value can I help provide? Moving on to the next trending topic here when it comes to businesses and growth. Don't think this is a really revolutionary topic, but maybe it is. Businesses will continue to utilize social media. I think social media has really um, blossomed over the last uh, five or so years. Um, and you're really seeing both the young demographic and even what I'll refer to as like the older demographic um, or just different generations beyond like millennials starting to immerse themselves in social media. Now, the key thing to understand, um, and you can debate this, but there are certain generations that are on certain platforms versus there's certain generations on other platforms. Primarily speaking, there's always going to be some caveats or nuances to that. For example, I would say that there are more people over the age, feel free to fact check me. I'm kind of just going off the dome here, but I would say that people over the age of 30 plus 
are primarily on Facebook or have used Facebook versus anyone, um, you know, 20 to 16, they're probably not on Facebook. They could be on Facebook, but they're going to be most likely engaging with some of the newer uh, platforms. Um, I'm sure some folks have heard of TikTok. That's really uh, been excelling over the past uh, two or three years, even with uh, the controversy over the past uh, couple of years. Uh, when it comes to, you know, maybe some of the potential downsides of data collection, but a lot of these companies are doing some of the same things. Again, do some of that research on your end. Um, but yeah, businesses will continue to use social media um, to help market and grow their businesses. Um, let's cherry pick what they call out here. Over the last three years, spending on social media ads has jumped nearly 70%. People are finding it as a relevant option when it comes to their marketing dollars spent to run digital ads on social media platforms. Um, on average, the earned media value of working with influencers is $5.78 for every dollar spent. Uh, so that's quite the return on investment. And an influencer is essentially someone that can basically go out and promote and speak on the behalf of your product or your service. Um, so think of like a celebrity. Uh, that's the first thing again, that comes to mind that is speaking on the behalf of product X, Y, Z, you know, you pay them whatever at negotiated prices and they're out there trying to, uh, sell your product, um, or make postings about your product which can help garner leads and, you know, best case scenario, closing sales uh, for your product. Um, and people are finding that to be very successful in the digital realm using uh, social media platforms. Um, yeah, right here, TikTok is one special, uh, one social platform that has been overlooked by many businesses, but in 2021 that has increasingly changed um, TikTok already has over 1 billion monthly active users, uh, most of who are between the ages of 10 and 29, um, which is quite remarkable because I think it took, uh, Facebook and Instagram much longer. I don't know how much longer, but definitely longer to amass the, uh, MAUs, which is an acronym for monthly active users. Um, and it's just really insightful to understand, okay, this next generation, not to alienate, you know, some of the other generations, but if you want to kind of understand where you could potentially win in the future, how do I start to incentivize or market towards this next generation of, I'll say, kids and young adults, um, which you can debate, there might be some uh, downsides to to you know, marketing to, to certain individuals, but point being kids 10 to, to 29, uh, whether or not you would agree that someone 29 is a kid or not, they're probably going to be on TikTok. So how do you go out and run social media campaigns on that platform versus like an Instagram or a Facebook? Again, these are just, uh, thought starters for you to start to think about, okay, well, if TikTok is an emerging platform and there's this many people 
you know, maybe I should do a little bit of research and figure out a way for my business to uh, have an identity on that platform. Maybe it's not right. But again, if there's that many people using it, you're going to start to kind of turn your head and be like, ah, maybe I should check that out. All right, enough with uh, point number two, uh, big data gets bigger. So big data essentially is tracking um, relevant data points or information to help make uh, actionable decisions and, and insights to understanding uh, purchase decisions, uh, behavior. Some of this data is anonymous. I uh, think of like the cookie pop-up that happens on websites now, like, hey, like, are you accepting this website from tracking your information? They do have to typically disclose like what type of information they're tracking. But again, like big data, there's more data that's being tracked now than ever. And that's going to help try to, for, for these companies, sell you on stuff, which maybe is a downside for some of the consumers. Although you could argue from a consumer perspective, it can help you when it comes to making things more relevant and personalized. And that's kind of where the business is are going to tell you that, yeah, no, this is good that we're collecting some of this data because we want to bring a more personalized experience to you as an individual versus kind of mass blasting out a campaign that might not apply to you. An example that comes to mind is, let's say there is an offer for Pampers diapers and you get an email about this and you're not married, you don't have kids, at least you don't think so, bad joke. Why the heck would you wanna get Pampers diapers you know, targeted to you? Now, if you are a family that has kids, like you definitely want to get that personalized uh, offer, uh, knowing that, hey, Pampers are on sale. Um, here's a $2 off coupon for a 24 pack. Uh, that would be an example of like a personalized uh, offer versus, you know, someone that's big into uh, weightlifting or, or fitness and they get targeted with, uh, a special or a new protein drink. Again, I'm making this up as I go here, but that is like the distinction between like leveraging data and making it more personalized for people. Again, some people would argue that I don't want these companies to even be able to personalize the information. You know, that's a, a separate conversation for another day, but big data will continue to um, grow over time with the amount of attributes that uh, companies uh, collect and can make actionable insights upon. Um, entrepreneurship is on the rise. Totally agree with that, uh, especially when you think about the gig economy, um, whether or not you would consider that also to be really a form of entrepreneurship. But there are so many different ways to make money, um, whether you're an Uber driver, whether you are a DoorDash driver, uh, you know, driver, um, which again, you might be like, that's not really entrepreneurship, but anyhow, there are young kids starting up YouTube channels, faceless YouTube channels, top talking about a specific trend, um, or topic, and they're able to garner a lot of views and monetize it, which is extremely fascinating. Um, searches for starting a business are steadily up over the last 10 years, as you can see by this infographic here. 
in 2021, there were 5.4 million new business applications. That's up almost a million over the previous year. Uh, so definitely people want to start their own business and be their own boss. Um, I think that will continue to be a trend uh, beyond uh, just the end of 2022 in terms of just growth with applicants and people wanting to, to start their own businesses. Excuse me, whether or not that's their primary um, business or uh, form of income uh, is yet to be uh, fully uh, discovered upon. But I think people do want to have those side hustles to help make uh, a little bit of extra income. Um, I'm going to skip over five revamping human resources. Um, the reason why is I'm not uh, entirely uh, well versed in that. Um, but that seems to be a, a trend according to this uh, site here. Uh, millennials are splurging for nostalgia. Millennials in the U.S. have combined annual spending power of about $2.5 trillion, and that's growing. Um, so millennials have suppressed baby boomers to become the largest generation in America. So I'm assuming this has to do with... Uh, Millennials wanting to spend money towards things that remind them of their youth, uh, whether that's, you know, merchandise of their favorite like cartoon or T-shirts uh, growing up. Um, like for me, I don't know, Scooby-Doo or like Rocket Power, like on a on a T-shirt or something like that. Uh, could be an example or even remakes of certain movies like you see that now more than ever. Uh, and people always are griping like they need to do something new. Well, if there's people that uh, are asking for it, there's a demand there and people are willing to to pull out their uh, wallets and their their checkbooks. By the way, who the heck uses a checkbook? But anyhow, you know, there's there's money to be made there. So I think that's kind of what this uh, trend is highlighting. I am quickly skipping over it because, again, I don't know all those details. I was making some assumptions there. Um, companies embrace digital process automation. Yeah. So there are just so many ways you can help, um, improve the efficiency of your company, uh, through digital, uh, automation, which kind of just used, uh, the title there to explain that. So an example that would come to mind would be, like drop shipping. Let's say that you have a great design or yeah, you have a great design that you want to put on t-shirt or merchandise, hats, uh, sweatshirts, and uh, you're able to kind of promote this awesome brand and you don't want to necessarily have the physical goods. Um, so you can literally partner with these companies that will literally do the aspect of printing those designs on the merchandise and then handling the shipping. So you don't even have to worry about that. That That's one form of digital process automation in my mind. Um, there's definitely many other uh, examples as well. Um, you could think of like AI when it comes to uh, messaging um, certain, uh, individuals, um, if there's a, a customer support issue or a customer just question, AI can help kind of respond and provide some direction. It's not always great. Again, we could probably spend some time talking about that, um, and whether or not that is a good, uh, form 
for your business or actually having live customer representatives, but there's plenty of ways that you can digitize uh, and, and automate uh, some processes uh, for your business. Um, yeah, it looks like that's it officially. Oh, nope. Uh, eight. I'm not going to speak to this because I don't know enough about it. The legal cannabis industry continues to grow. Um, but yeah, this is just this particular site. Um, pretty interesting. Uh, as you could tell, uh, I'm passionate in, in some of these topics that I was able to expand upon. I think the other thing that I would kind of touch on is just the fact that if you're thinking about starting a new company or a business, there's kind of a life cycle. Um, and the way that I think about it is there's that first phase where you're learning. You're like a young child where your mind's a sponge and you're trying to take in everything and figure out, you know, what levers help me uh, increase sales or increase my customers or, oh no, that lever actually makes this metric go down. So that's my uh, description or definition of that first phase where it's your learning stage. The next phase is where you kind of have uh, honed in on what works, the tactics, and you know what levers you know go up and down, and you really have fine-tuned and have your own quote-unquote like algorithm or success or recipe uh, where you know that hey, this is what it's going to take to help grow my business. Um, not to say that you won't still keep learning, but there's that new phase or that next step to help continue that uh, repeat customers or that repeat growth is probably a good way uh, of putting it. And then there's that final phase in my mind, which is you found so much success. You might be bored, potentially tired. I don't know. You want to educate other human beings and have them go out and win in this space. And that's where you see a lot of these serial entrepreneurs that have made so much money where they want to give back to their communities. They want to educate people. They want to teach other people how to, to fish for themselves because it's not a, um, you know, zero, uh, sum game. I don't know if that's the right saying, uh, but essentially more than one person can win, uh, with, with this, when it comes to thinking of just like digital businesses, uh, you, you found that success, uh, you want to educate and teach others, give them the principles or philosophies that can help them uh, go out and, and make money, whether that's passive income or not. Uh, but essentially, that's that third and final phase in my mind, uh, which is really cool to kind of see where some of these uh, people are in their lives. Um, I, not to speak for Cole, but I am going to speak for Cole, like for us right now with where we are, we're very transparent. If you can't tell, I would say that we're probably still in that first phase. Um, we have a very large, uh, network, um, and we're probably some of the first people within our immediate network or our close network that have entered into this, this digital realm and we're, we're trying to understand how we can win and achieve sustained growth 
and then once we kind of figure out what our success is or winning recipes, again, we move over into phase two where we kind of know what's going to keep the lights on and keep our business uh, going. Um, not to say it's going to be easy and it might take us, you know, another nine more months. It's up for uh, the, the future in time to, to kind of help us uh, figure out where we are. But then eventually one day we aspire to give back and teach other people, hey, this is what's worked for us. Not to say that it's going to work for you, but these are some guiding principles that are pretty, pretty bulletproof, not fully, but again, can help you. Um, so right now we're kind of reaching out to people that are in that, you know, phase three uh, stage that can help us. So it's kind of that uh, life cycle, um, as I like to call it as well. So I think uh, I'm going to wrap things up, though, based on that. Uh, I, I don't want to put anyone to sleep. Hopefully some of you guys enjoyed uh, the trending topics uh, conversation here. Uh, Cole and I continue to have some really exciting ideas that will be presented to you guys in the future. Uh, Cole's mentioned it a couple of times now. Check out unscriptedexchanges.com. Um, look at our merchandise if you want to support us. Uh, we've got some cool stuff out there, and we'll continue to to grow our catalog of products. Uh, we've had a couple of orders placed. Uh, we're really excited about that. Uh, so thank you for your support. Thank you for tuning on in. As always, uh, the best is yet to be. Don't care how cliche that saying is. Everyone have a wonderful evening, afternoon, morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you and God bless.